This episode of Slightly Unfiltered is dedicated to all my event planners out there. Today's guest is Brittany Wilkinson. She's the owner and lead planner for Wilkinson Events. She also has a social media agency and she's expanding her event. I invited her to be on the show Not necessarily because she's extremely unfiltered, but when I spoke with her, she had a fun story about going to lunch with dad and walking out of lunch with permission to build a business. So I hope you enjoy this episode and you are inspired by Brittany as much as I am. Hey friends, you're listening to another episode of Slightly Unfiltered. I'm your host, Desiree Wolf. I've got something to say, you've got something to say, so let's get talking. Welcome to Slightly Thank Unfiltered. You. Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. I just love when I'm referred amazing women through other amazing women. So you came to me through our mutual connection of Rachel Sheeran, who I fell in love with when I was on the team for a virtual event uh, earlier this year in 2020. Rachel was actually our keynote speaker. And I'm watching the screen kind of like in awe of just her performance and the way that she controlled her talk. So she reached out to me and she's like, I saw your messages and I was checking out your podcast and you're pretty badass. I have this awesome woman who has a podcast that I want to connect you with. And she's like, you have to talk with Brittany. You're going to love her. And so when you and I had our conversation, I was like, yeah, she'd be a great guest for the podcast. So I'm so excited. She is so sweet. Yeah. She, um, she was one of the inspirations of me actually getting my podcast started. And I reached out to her on Instagram and I was like, girl, what do what am I supposed to be doing? And how do I edit this? And what do I use? And like, I don't even know. And she was so helpful in getting it started. And, and is just such a motivational person just in general. She's fantastic. Yeah. She's like, she's a, a cheerleader for all women. Yeah, for she really is. I love it. Everybody needs a Rachel in their life. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a background in events and you have an interesting story that I found inspiring because you started an event planning business less than a year before a pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And but you really had a lot of support from your family. So what was that like getting ready to leave a job, start your own business while you're, you know, raising a family and and you know being a mom and all this kind of stuff. What yeah. was going on with that? Uh so a little bit about like my backstory and getting into events. So I graduated college in 2008 and had all like my parents didn't really think college was needed. I had to put a business plan together to even go to college of like, this is why I'm going to college. And these are my outcomes of what will happen in my life, blah, blah, blah. And so then I proved that I could go to college and what I would use it for. And I would use it for events. And then I graduated in 2008 when events were not a thing. (laughs) And (laughs) you know, found my way in real estate and assistant work and different things. And and then finally landed my dream role in events in 2011. Um, and I was with that company up until 2019. It was my home. It was, you know, I was very comfortable there. I was not really sure as far as the future of, you know, I'd always kind of thought about owning my own business, but oh, when my, my kids are older, I have a six and three-year-old boy and everything kind of 
collided at once. I um, told my dad, I was like, Hey, I just want to talk about this idea. Like it's in the future when Charlie, my three-year-old is in kindergarten. I want to kind of start talking about what that might look like for my future. And so we go out to dinner. I'm showing my little business plan that like the best that I can do. I'm very proud of it. And he just turns to me and he goes, you quit your job tomorrow. I'll help you get started. And immediately, like, I'm like shaking. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, that's my job. I'm like, I know everybody there. I know what I'm doing. And um, he was like, no, you quit tomorrow. I'll help you get started. And so he drives me home. And even as I'm getting out of like his truck, I'm like, you sure? Like, are you sure that like, I'm going to be okay? Cause I have to go inside now and tell my husband that this thing that I thought was going to be like two years from now is going to be tomorrow. And, um, he's like, yep, you'll be fine. And I was like, okay. And the backstory of both my parents being entrepreneurial, they've owned a few different businesses throughout my childhood. Like they know what they're doing in that realm and, and are confident. And, um, so I trusted him and I took the plunge and, dove headfirst the next day with a website by the end of the week. So it was a big jump. What did your husband say when you walked out the door after dinner with dad? Oh my God. Honestly, he was like, cool. That was it. I was like, are you like nervous? I'm going to be quitting this job, blah, blah, blah. No. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. He's so supportive and has been just the entire time. Yeah. That really shows that they have faith in you and they yeah. think that you can do it. So that's great. Yeah. So you're, good. you're rolling along. You've got, it's, it's Brittany Wilkinson events, right? Is that the name of the company? Just Wilkinson events. Yep. Wilkinson events. Okay. So you're rolling along with Wilkinson events. You're starting to pick up momentum. You're booking clients, that kind of stuff. And then a pandemic hits. Yeah. What happens to an event planner at the beginning of a pandemic? Ooh, at the beginning, it was I mean, it still is hard, but it was really hard. It was yeah. stopping my track. My husband's in the restaurant industry. He was laid off two weeks later after the announcement. We were both just kind of home and floating. And, um, you know, it was, we tried to just like go on walks and do different things, but it was a big pause in my business. I didn't really know next steps. I wasn't a person that was able to jump into virtual events right away. Like that didn't seem natural to me. I I'm still just me and my company and was still trying to figure it out. Um, And so just took some time at home with my, with my family to just kind of pause and try and regroup and back to Rachel Sheeran, because she's so fantastic. There was a NACE event and it was, I was just listening to her talk and she was talking about like focusing on different buckets and basically setting many goals for today. And, um, it was just kind of like a light switch went off on like, you know, we're, we're not getting out of this anytime soon. I can't continue to just lay in bed all day and wish this wasn't happening. (laughs) I need to do something. And so my husband and I started doing Instagram lives. We were doing like virtual cocktail making. We were doing cooking um, on Instagram live and just trying to just continue to keep our faces out there and continue to Mm. keep our business name out there. Um, We launched Wilkinson weddings, um, so that, you know, we can focus more on brides because Wilkinson events really was aimed towards corporate and marketing events. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started the Seattle CEO because I was like, I need to talk to more motivational women. You know, Rachel can only do so much for me, even though she's fantastic. <laughs> I need to talk to <laughs> more women. And that's been really helpful to just kind of keep the positivity going. And I've had virtual events here and there. My passion is in in-person events. 
mm-hmm. um, and you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a studio, I'm not a V. And so I can bring the right partners to the table. Um, but I like designing, so I'm excited to get designing again. That's fun. Talk to me yeah. a little bit more about the podcast. What was the, you know, you said you were inspired to, you know, talk with more women. What, what's kind of the goal for the podcast? What do you, what are you reaching for? Yeah. So for me, it really is, it, it started as a selfish outlet to bring positivity into my life in hopes that it, that could share to someone else too. Um, my goal is to really just continue to market my business in any way creative that I can, um, while also bringing the event community together. I know that so far the event or the podcast has really been different women from the event industry telling their Mm -hmm. stories. And I think all of us can learn from each other right now, especially right now. Yeah. I think especially in the event world, um, you know, cause that's my background as well is, is I'm yeah. event planner and venue sales. So it's, it's this weird, like, I think the community has come together more now than ever before to try and support each other. And mm-hmm. it's awesome in the way that we are making connections with other people in the industry that we probably would have never had the chance to. And it's just, to me, it's been so great. And if there's a, if there's a silver lining of all of this, it's, that I feel the event community has become stronger as a whole. Like Mm -hmm. there was, there's really been this sense of we are in this together. We, we're, we're going to figure this out as event planners of what the hell we need to do next. Do you, do you kind of feel that, especially having the podcast and bringing on the women that there's a little bit more sense of community that's happening? Oh yeah. I mean, Seattle event community has always been very tight knit. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's a really good group of people and just event communities probably everywhere. Just, we rely on each other so much and they're all a bunch of pieces of the puzzle on event day. We would need to. Um, But yeah, I think I was chatting with someone just the other day about um, we brought up the topic of failing in public and showing grace and because everyone's Mm -hmm. trying something new, right? Everyone's trying to launch to go boxes or me with like (laughs) different things. And there's a fear of like, I don't want to be confusing. I don't want to, you know, feel like I'm showing all this stuff and then it not work. And we were talking about like, everyone's giving each other grace. We get it. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to try something you got to get out there. And, and it has been, I don't feel like anyone's had judgment towards anyone. I'm like, well, that's a silly idea or whatever it might be, you know? Yeah. They're all silly ideas, but right now we're doing yeah. whatever we can. <laughs> we're pulling all right. the silly ideas out of the hat. I think it's, exactly. I think it's awesome. And it's so funny because one of the things that I was never in love with, with the event planning industry was like, kind of like this sense that you have your pros that have been doing for 20, 30, like these people have been in events since, you know, flip charts were like the hot AV item. Right. And I always felt like, well, I'm not, you know, I don't have a degree in event planning. I just kind of fell into it. And 25 years later, here I am still doing it. But it was, I always felt kind of intimidated by the people who were tightly connected in the community. They knew everybody in the industry. And I was kind of like, well, I don't really know a lot of people. I'm more on the corporate side. So I know the people in my company that I plan events for. But Mm -hmm. I really think that all of this has really shown light on all of our talents. So Mm -hmm. kind of what I was getting to was all these people who are being known for event planners we're discovering that there's so much more to people. Like, 
like you were an event planner for 30 years and now you've decided to do cycling tours in your town because <laughs> if that's yeah. your other passion. It's really Hidden towns. <laughs> yeah, it's been really fun seeing, you know, people kind of pull this these magic skills and hidden talents out of their pocket, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's so great that you're encouraging that and you're able to sort of, you know, bring these women together. And so that's just great. So I applaud you for that. <laughs> yeah, it's been a really it's been a good experience. I um yeah, I was sitting down with my husband over margaritas and I was like, I want to, I want to do this. And it was another one of those conversations that he's just so, he's such a supportive man. He was just like, yeah, you should, you should just do that. And I'll edit it for you. And then of course he got a real job. And so he went off and did that. So I had to figure out editing. I was like, you were supposed to be doing the editing and now I have to, but I taught myself garage band. It was all right. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I love seeing the shifts that everybody's making. And one of the, you know, one of the challenges that I think a lot of people, you know, in the industry are experiencing is those of us with kids, like we, yeah. like, not only are we navigating what's happening in the industry and with our businesses and with our jobs is we also have other humans that are trying to navigate this as well, whether it's virtual learning or, you know, they can't go see their friends or all of that kind of stuff. What's it been like in your house, having two little ones and trying to navigate all of this the past few months? Yeah. So I was lucky where my oldest who's in first grade um, Jax, he had about three, maybe four weeks of virtual school. And then he's been back and they're distancing them and they're, he's wearing a mask all day and he's been safe. And so I've been very blessed that way because I think all, you know, I'm glad he's been in person. I think it yeah. was necessary for him. Um, and then Charlie, my little buddy, I, I've always been a working parent. I've never had this amount of time with my children. And in the beginning, it was, it was very difficult because I am such a go, go, go person. I'm such a task. I'm going to do these things today. I'm going to get this done today. And I had to learn how to not get as much done in a day. I had to learn how to be okay with, you know, we just got through the day and, and Charlie was fed and he played and that's fine. And that was the end of the day. Yeah. And that was a big adjustment for me. And I'm I'm sure it is for a lot of women who are so focused on their career and working. And, you know, I never had that time with Jax. And so it was very new to me. And looking back as we had on a 21 and and hoping in-person events are just right around the corner, as I've thought this entire time, um, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to figure that out because now I'm going to miss him. Now I'm going to be working again and I'm going to have to not see him. He's going to be with, you know, childcare more, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's going to be an adjustment, but it was, it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to say the least. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I went through really similar. I was, I was working full-time outside of the house and then all of this happened and, you know, I lost my job and I thought, my gosh, I don't know how to not go. Like I, right. I'm just, where's my checklist? Where's all the 800 things we need to do today? Yeah. And I even found myself like, I was one of those people finding things to do around the house. Like, should we paint something? Let's go fix up the backyard yep. because I don't know how to not go. And then when I was starting to run out of things, I was like, mm, okay, yeah. now what do I do? Like, yeah. and so the kids would just look at me and they're like, can you leave us alone? Like, <laughs> we're kind of tired of you, mom. We're going to go in our rooms for a little bit because we're kind of tired of hanging out with you. And I was like, but I love spending all this time with you. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're over it. How old are your kiddos? 
Uh, they're 12 and seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, my six-year-old, I think would, him and I would not have done well had I done the virtual school. <laughs> like, yeah. We butt heads. And so I'm like, I'm glad that he went and his um, grandma actually helped the first two weeks. So I was lucky there, but. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Having family around makes it such a huge difference. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm blessed as well. Um, my husband's family lives like his parents are three and a half miles away from us Mm -hmm. and they're retired and they're, they're ready at any minute if they need to, you know, jump in and and help with kids. So it really does make a difference. Yeah. So, you know, as we go into 2021, what are some of the things that you're looking to do or hoping to do, you know, being an event planner, Mm -hmm. what kind of shifts are you looking to make? So I am diving more, you know, I've, I'm accepted that virtual events are not going anywhere anytime soon. Finally, it only took me the year. Um, right. And so I'm going to be looking at getting the, um, the DES certificate from PCMA, which is the digital event strategist certificate. Um, just to kind of make sure that I, I have the prereqs required to make sure that I can provide for my clients the best way possible. Um, I am going to really hit weddings hard um, with, is I think those are going to be the first things back mm-hmm. and, and see how I can help there in that market. I have clients that have told me, you know, like, hopefully we're going to be with you in the summer. And, and so I, I have like this group of clients that are ready and I'm ready and we're just waiting for the green light. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, I'm, I'm heading into a pretty big surgery in January. And so I'm just kind of focusing on that right now. Yeah. And then after that, we'll be moving on. So Oh my goodness. We're, well, yeah. we're all keeping our fingers crossed, hoping we can at least start moving forward and figuring out what the hell we are supposed to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't know about you, but I'm tired of this roller coaster. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, this, to do something. this is not a, this is not a ride I paid for. I'm ready to get off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, are you ready for some rapid fire questions so we can really get to know who Brittany is? Oh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Awesome. The first question is, who is someone either you know personally or a celebrity that you admire? Um, I would say someone that I've always looked up to in the event community that's local is Robin Denny. She works at Court Party Rental. Um, She has, she's always just been kind of just a leader. Uh, She's accepted me from the beginning when I first started to get into the community of events when I started my business. And I work with her on the NACE board and she's just fantastic. Awesome. What is one thing that really pisses you off? People not responding to emails. (laughs) I hear you on that one. At least respond that you got it. Right. At least say something. What's your favorite swear word? Fuck. Yes. That's my favorite. (laughs) If you could share one piece of advice for the women listening, what would you say? Just keep going in whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, whether that's making sure your child is tucked in at night or it is taking on the new challenge in your business. Just keep going because it'll pay off. Yeah, I love that. And then complete this sentence. Being slightly unfiltered to me means being authentic. Yeah, I love that word. Oh, that's so fun. Where can people find you online, Brittany? So you can find me at wilkinsonevents.com. Um, I've actually also started, which I forgot to mention, the wilkinsonagency.com, which really encompasses Wilkinson events, Wilkinson weddings, and also social media marketing, which I've jumped into 
for small businesses. Um, obviously with my parents being entrepreneurs, I have a passion for small business and growing companies um, and building their brand presence. So I've started helping companies with their social media. Awesome. Any specific kind of industry or just small business in general? Just small businesses. Yep. Awesome. I love it. Brittany, thank you so much for jumping on. I appreciate it. I love sharing stories of women who take risks and, you know, they have the support system and and they're excited to move forward. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. All right. I just love you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Slightly Unfiltered. You can find me and all things Slightly Unfiltered at slightlyunfiltered.com or on Instagram. Be sure to go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Until next time, you badass bitches. Are you still listening? Oh my gosh, what are you doing here? Well, guess what? Every episode of Slightly Unfiltered is possible because of listeners like you. Doesn't that sound very PBS? To help support my business and the Slightly Unfiltered movement for women, please head over to slightlyunfiltered.com slash shop and purchase your Slightly Unfiltered mug or snarky t-shirt. Thanks.